0: Welcome to the Gina Bianca Podcast. Everybody, we are live recording for the Gina Bianca Podcast. And I'm live here on Instagram, a little bit late. I apologize, everybody. Um, I was playing Cooking Diary, and I cannot stop playing this game. (laughs) It is so fun. If you are looking for something to do To improve your time management skills and get your mind off of everything going on, I highly recommend downloading Cooking Diary. It's very addicting. I'm on like level 73 and I just started playing yesterday. So definitely obsessed with Cooking Diary. Um, Not sponsored, not an ad, just really, really obsessed. It's like Diner Dash. I don't know if you guys have ever played that game. Um, But I like honestly recommended Diner Dash to my assistants. So when I would hire somebody, I would be like, get to like level 60 of Diner Dash and then talk to me because it's such an amazing way to improve your time management skills. So definitely love um, Diner Dash games, but Cooking Diary is just like that. So I already like killed it. My first restaurant is already killing it. My second restaurant, my bakery is like almost there. So getting there. (laughs) So we're going to be doing Q&A today for the podcast that's going to come out tomorrow. So I'm going to go through, and if you guys have questions, make sure you swipe out of this and go and ask them on my question sticker. I want to answer all of your questions today. We're going to be live for about a half hour, 45 minutes. So if you have questions, make sure you get them in. Um, basically I am, it is, what's the date? It is March 22nd. It's Sunday. Um, we're like four days into quarantine uh, for the COVID-19 virus for coronavirus and um I was like thinking about what I wanted to do on the podcast and I was like what topic can I do and everything's so depressing sounding like you know what I mean I'm just like let's just go live and do Q&A I'm not going to go in and do like any super serious topic cuz we're just like getting into our new reality so let's uh, let's go ahead and ask some questions here so I'm going to go ahead and pull them up Jesse asked a bunch of questions thank you Jesse um, at Jesse Trippy you're always adding value if and how will your education curriculum and classes change So I love this question. So she's basically asking, like, when we all go back to work, what's going to be different for education, and what's going to be different for you? So for me, I don't really know what's going to be different because we're so early on into everything. So I feel like every day there's different news. So what I'm trying to do, and I hope that you like the answer to this question, um, because I hope that everybody kind of like shifts this way, but. I'm trying not to I'm trying not to lean into the fact that life is going to be completely different after all of this. So, um I don't want to be like, well, after this everything is going to change. I do think that the world is going to change. I think that our industry is going to change. Um but I don't want to hold on to the fact that people or hold on to the idea rather that people are going to be so different after this. Um I don't want to push out things that say like Adapting your new business to coronavirus, like... I really think that as a country, that we can move forward past this. I don't think that people are gonna be in a bubble and like not shaking hands or hugging anymore. You know what I mean? I really don't wanna believe that and I'm not going to. So I think that my education is gonna be a lot more online. Um, We're already working on ways to get everything online just in case we do have regulations where we can't come together for a long time. So we're really getting everything online, which is what we were doing before. Now we just have more time to do it. Um, we're also probably just going to be adding more and more and more value because now everybody's going to be online, right? So it's like, how do you stand out from the crowd? So I'm still going to be hugging everybody. Like my mom is an ER nurse and, you know, she was exposed to everything in the ER over her career. And she came home, hugs and kisses. I, I have a great immune system, knock on wood. Knocking. Um, knock on wood. But, you know, I think that... I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this, but all right. Next question. Let's see. And yes, you guys on the podcast, we are live. I need a hug too. (laughs) Brandon beyond Joe. He says, I need a hug. I need a hug too. All right. Jesse again, best financial tips for salon owners to get through this. So I've been saying it since the beginning. Um, Really there's two ways to build wealth. And the first powerful tool you have is your income. The second is your output, what's going out. So I really think that during this time, instead of um, focusing on things beyond your control, like for example, the input output, or, or for example, like money coming in, you, you might be slowed down for a while. So instead of focusing on more, more, more money for a little bit, at least focus on you know what you're spending, um, where that money is going out and really tighten up your finances and readjust your cash flow plan. So, I would definitely readjust your cash flow plan during these times. And if you don't have a cash flow plan, now would be a great time to build one. Hey, Ricardo. Awesome. Let's go into our next question. Molly Krause 13 says, I am an apprentice and full-time esthetician. Can you give me advice on how to balance both? So if you are in the salon and you're balancing out 40 hours, 35 hours, I would make sure that your esthetician time uh, is uh, is during times where it's easy to book you so for example nights and weekends are the easiest time to fill for a new stylist so I would recommend apprenticing during slower times and booking towards busier times or vice versa so it's really up to you so if your salon is really busy and as an apprentice you're learning a lot maybe during busier times you could be apprenticing but if you are it it will be harder for you to book during slower times so maybe trying to balance it like flip-flop it like on some days, have your uh, esthetician hours during like easy-to-book times. On other days, slower-to-book times, so you can balance out the time you're actually learning and the time that you're actually booking. So it's really up to you, and it's uh, business by business, a case by case. Um, it depends on your schedule and how your salon books. So I hope that that helps. If I were planning to leave my current salon before COVID-19, should I go for it or ride this out? Whew. So I'm not going to tell I can't tell you yes or no. I, I really can't tell people to quit their job. It's definitely not during this time or ever. It's not my responsibility or, you know, it's really not. Um, I really can't tell people what to do. But now is a time of uncertainty and it's a very high risk volatile time in the economy and in the industry and in the world. I probably would hold off from any big changes and. Um, if you have a lot of money saved, I mean, I don't know. It depends on you. Like, are you going to be able to do that? That's a, that's a question really for you. I don't know your finances and I wouldn't be able to give you that advice. Are you into the new chunky trend? And she's talking about chunky highlights. And you guys, I've been talking about it for like three years now. Catch up. <laughs> I love it. I always say chunky highlights are amazing because literally those clients, they get so much attention because their hair pops and their hair looks dope. So people literally are like always giving them attention to their hair. So they're going to be referring the most clients. I love chunky highlights. I absolutely love it. Um, Hair by Stephanie Styles. What is a good shampoo to make your hair grow? So I don't really recommend any... I don't really... Uh, promise that a shampoo is going to help your hair grow um, when it comes to hair growth I always share with my guests it's I would check your diet first and then I would check your thyroid and then I would really like do like hair vitamins um, I wouldn't be promising hope with a pro, like a hair a shampoo and conditioner I don't really know of any shampoo and conditioner that can make actual claims on hair growth um, it's really diet it's from the inside out when it comes to hair growth In my opinion but that's just me what would you suggest for the first step to get financially strong starting to plan better now okay so they're asking what I'm starting to plan now what is the first thing that I can do to make my finances better so Steve and I just signed up for Dave Ramsey Financial Peace University I don't know the price it's like 150 bucks or something like that Dave Ramsey talks about his baby steps and the first baby step is save a thousand dollars the second baby step is to uh, list your debts in order from smallest to largest and start paying them off one by one using the debt snowball uh, and then he has i believe the third one is a uh, six months emergency fund so steve and i are kind of starting this now but we were in like decent financial shape everybody's struggling right now um and if you're not god bless you like that's great you should really be helping others i wrote like uh, a Thing. I was like babe everybody's everybody's struggling I, I commented on somebody's thing because people are posting these like long things and they're very self-serving and it's like look at me whammy. and it's like we are all in this together and I wrote something I was like we're all struggling we're all having cash flow issues and somebody wrote not all of us are having cash flow issues and I was just like okay good I hope you're helping a lot of people Because a lot of businesses won't get through um, not having cash flow for two months, three months, who knows how long it will go, right? So um, if you are in a great financial position, I recommend you help others if possible, right? And not be sassy on Instagram. Um, But I would say starting with the baby steps. You know, that's what I'm doing. Um, So I would look into Dave Ramsey. He's amazing. Um, I'm not really the one to be telling people how to spend and make their money. Um, I can help you tighten up your business and everything. But I think you should go straight to the source and go to Dave. That's what I recommend. Dave Ramsey. What are some things we should post for our hair business during this crazy time? So your content is your marketing, as Nina Kovner, uh, Passion Passion Squared always says. So your content is your marketing. So I would really think about what problems you're solving now. So before, what problem were we solving before? We were helping people learn about hair. We were, um, everyone's is different, right? So you have to think about what problem am I solving now? And think about it, your clients are home with their kids. Your clients are, probably working from home, maybe doing a video about how they can look their best like on video cam, right? Or like really thinking about what problems they're going to have working from home or being at home with their kids like 24-7, maybe not having a lot of time for themselves um, really thinking about what problems you're solving. And for everybody's business and clientele, it's gonna be completely different. So it's a business by business, case by case type of thing. So I think that, you know, thinking about what problems you're solving and just being sensitive during this time, just be careful and, and don't be judgmental. It's, it's definitely like my tone. I try very hard to always be kind in all of the things. Sometimes my tone can come off aggressive. I'm minding my tone. You know what I mean? I'm minding my tone because right now is not a time to come off too strong. Right now is not a time to come off like really aggressive. Right now is not a time to come off judgmental at all. Even if you're not, if you're not, even if you're not, you still have to mind your tone. We have to be a little bit more sensitive during these times because people do like people do hang on the every word sometimes. So you have to really mind what you say. And I would not be self-serving. So I would really try to not make this all about you. Um, And I know it's hard because in the world, sometimes we feel like we are the only people, like we're the center of our own universe. Um, (laughs) I laugh right now because yesterday, Steve and I were going to Chick-fil-A. We're like living on Chick-fil-A right now. It's so fucking good. But um, we're in the car and we're like quarantine stir crazy. And we like we have a very funny relationship. We're very funny to each other and we always are fucking with each other. And I was like, tell me how you really feel. What do you think of me? He goes, I think you're a little self-centered. And I was just like, I know we all are. Um, He's like, I think you're a little self-centered. And I was just like, damn it, I am. (laughs) But we all are a little self-centered. So when it comes to your business and what you're posting, try like that, if I can give you any advice, just don't make it all about you we are all going through the same thing we all have our life savings on the line we all are scared we all have these problems so just try not to make it self-serving and try not to make it me 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 like with the world's smallest violin you guys everybody's going through it how is that adding value what outcome am I seeking ask yourself that what outcome am I seeking from this do I want everyone to feel bad for me Do I want everyone to pay attention to me? Do I want someone to reach out and ask me how I'm doing, right? Like, ask yourself, what outcome am I seeking? What do I want from this? And a lot of the time, um, we'll stop right there. And I do all the time. Sometimes, like, sometimes I'll write out this whole thing, and just to write it out feels good, then delete it you know what I mean you don't have to post everything you don't have to share everything and these are things I'm learning too during this time you know I'm like addicted I like want to share I want to help I, but you know what I mean sometimes it does more harm than good you know so I hope that answers your question that's mop Cutta. mop cutter water all right hold on already answered that Tips on finding a mentor. I've been behind the chair for five years, but there's no one at my salon that I would consider. That I would consider. So how to find a mentor. So it's a great question. Um, during these times, it is great to have a mentor, someone who gives a fuck. Um, if they're not in your salon, I would recommend getting in the room with as many people as you can. Um, In the salons that I worked at growing up, I always rose to the top very quickly in them. So like I became the mentor very quickly, but very young. And then when I opened my salon, I was the mentor, but I was very young, right? And it's like, kind of depressing to not have anyone to look towards or look up to so I totally understand where you're coming from but I really like had to put myself um, in the room with other people so I'd go to a lot of shows I would go to a lot of classes um, and I would really like try to build relationships and keep in touch with people Um, how not to get a mentor is messaging someone and be like hey will you be my mentor like what like what do what do I say to that Yes, I'll be your mentor and then like let you down because I live at 2,000 miles away from you. It has to be somebody in the flesh and in a mentor-mentee relationship, you have to have something to offer. I talk a lot about this in my ebook. Read This Before You Finish Beauty School, How to Find a Mentor. So you can always download that too. But I think that if they're not in the salon, you're going to put yourself in the room with them. That can't be the excuse. What are some mental health focuses we can all benefit from implementing more during the time of uncertainty? Uh, Rachel Taylor-Hare asked. So I love that. And I think that... um We were talking about this on the podcast with Nina and Jay. Uh, If you look up Zig Ziglar's Wheel of Life, it really goes through like the seven spokes of a healthy, balanced life. And we talked about this in Master Stylist Certification. Um, You know, it's super important to take care of your mental health. And if you can do multiple things that take care of multiple areas of your life and really master your time management, um, I think that that will help you do better faster if that makes sense so for example if you're trying to improve your physical and your spiritual doing yoga would be amazing because that's going to hit both of those Um, physical mental emotional spiritual yoga hits all of those and since you're home and on youtube there's so many free amazing yoga things and your dogs are going to love it if you do yoga on the floor with them they love it charlie literally every time i go to do a yoga position look she's ready i say puppy yoga and she's ready and she does it But yoga is amazing. Meditation is amazing, especially during times where you have a lot of time on your hands. I would recommend I'm getting my whiteboard. I'm hanging it on my wall out here because I work. I'm working right here for the next month and I'm getting my whiteboard out and I'm going to start blocking my schedule and creating a better schedule for myself, including self-care, including meditation and really try to get on a schedule of what is going to be like my new, um, you know, my new routine right because we need to get a routine going and it's helpful especially when you're stuck at home okay Zina hair zinnia hair how do you feel about product specials or other promotions to get people into the salon so i think product specials and promotions are great i think you should always be offering a new guest special so we used to do 20 percent off your first color service um, i think that that's a great promotion always to have going a uh, new guest service new color Uh, always having a referral program is great. That's going to get people into the salon on a repeat basis. And you really want to improve that frequency of visit because that's one of the number one ways to grow your business. Frequency of visit, average ticket, and number of new clients. So if you really want to grow your business during this time off, write that down. Frequency of visit, average ticket, new client count. And think of ways you can improve those three numbers because if you focus on those three numbers, your business will grow. If you reward your clients for those behaviors, sending their friends, spending a lot of money, and coming in often, you're going to have a continuously growing business because those are the three factors for a business to grow. So I think promotions are good as long as they focus on that. What are your thoughts on preparing color touch-ups for clients during this virus? So it really, it's up to you. I'm not being judgmental during this time, but I don't, I do I wouldn't do that because it's literally telling your client that it's okay to color your hair at home. Um, And it's the same as just picking up some box color for them. I know it's professional color, but it's not the point. It's not the point. So I'm not being judgmental, but it depends on your purpose, your brand purpose, promise, and people. Nina Kovner, Passion Squared. Like, if that's what your kind of clientele that you're serving, if that's your brand, do it. Um, if it's not your brand, don't, but I don't think anyone should be judgmental during these times at all. It's the last thing we need to be is judgmental. What do you think about these color kits? See, same question again. Um, I'm not being judgmental, but it does not fit my brand, so I wouldn't be doing them. These are some. There are some people offering some at-home root touch-up kits. Wow, three questions in a row about this. Yeah, I know. You guys know the answer. A lot of the time we know the answer. Like, okay, like this is like not for my brand. Like that's like really not what's good for the industry. If people believe that, then no, don't do them. But if you think like, hey, this is a time for convenience. This is a time for whatever. Okay, do it. But I can't really tell you or be judgmental because it's a weird time. The debate between, oh my God. (laughs) fourth time in a row the debate between salons selling color kits in comparison to Madison Reed et cetera, et cetera. you guys it depends on your brand purpose and all of your people and like who you're serving Passion Square Nina Kovner she talks about this all the time you kind of have to go back to that you have to go back to like who are you serving what problem are you solving and I get it we're trying to solve that problem during this time but if you're not going to be offering that service in the future I wouldn't jump into it If it's something you're going to do in the future, I mean, think about it. There's already companies online doing that. So if you're really going to jump into that in the future, do it. But if you're not going to go full force, I wouldn't be inconsistent during this time either. So I hope that answers your question. What should stylists be focusing on the most during this downtime? So I really think it would be great for everyone to focus on their self-care. Number one, let's focus on our self-care and let's be with our family and take care of ourselves and get ourselves in a state where we are creative and comfortable and calm. Let's focus that first because it is all about your state. So if you're in a state of panic and you're doing things and working on things from a state of panic or uncertainty or fear or all of these things, you're not going to get as far as you want in your project and it's probably not going to be right. So I would probably recommend working on your state first and just take care of yourself. For the past like two or three days, I've just been like chilling. I've been pushing out content, pushing out content just so I can like take a break. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, let me get all of this out. Let me give them as much info as they can. And then like, all right, calm. And I've been trying to just like spend time with my family and rest. And then Monday, Tuesday, maybe even later into next week, I'm going to start working on the projects that I want to work on. But I want to make sure I'm in a positive and good state before I start working on it because it's going to be a waste of time for everybody and if I'm confused and uncertain and I give my team uh, stuff to do that's confused and uncertain everyone's confused and uncertain so as a leader I want to make sure that I'm in a very like calm and uh, productive but like focused and clear state So focus on that and you can do that by organizing your house. You could do that. I'm reading right here. You could do that by organizing your house. You could do that by meditating. You could do that by doing some yoga. You could do that by just clearing your space, getting your home office set up, like wherever you're going to be working, give yourself a place to work. Don't just be working from the couch, the bed, the table, like set up a camp. I set up my little area, sanitized it, went through like got everything that I was gonna need and it's just like I'm getting comfortable now but I'm not gonna be like going I'm not gonna be like so hard on myself like do this do this you have time do this do this like no like I need to be in a good state so I'm not gonna be putting pressure or judging myself and people are writing in the comments here because we're live on IGTV or on IG live people are writing in the comments what about the root powders I would focus more on retail than anything truthfully Because anything else is a lot of time for not enough money and it's just you're not going to be making the profit that you think you're going to be making unless you're doing it at a super high full time level for a lot of things. So just be careful with what you invest your time on and what you focus on because root touch up kits are a panicked that's like a panicked response. But if everyone could take a couple of days relax rest and like just like process the fact that we're going to be closed for a couple of months instead of panicking we'll probably come up with an even better way or even better messaging to reassure our guests um you can make like cute little postcards for them that say like instead of getting your roots done wear a hat I saw people like making these cute like it's just like better messaging than being like here let's do your hair at home like just panic just relax like a lot of people have just closed a lot of people this hasn't even set in yet so it's really just like getting to the calm peaceful beautiful state so that whatever you do from here on out is positive and productive How would you calculate what to charge as an influencer for posts on feeds and stories? So that's a great question, um, but it depends on like, again, what outcome are you seeking? Who is your audience? Uh, I like to use Social Blue Book. That's like a really good site if you want like a quick answer. It's socialbluebook.com and you link your Instagram to it and it'll tell you what your posts and videos should be worth. I was about to raise my prices April 1st, but now I feel like it wouldn't be smart. What do you think? Should I wait till later? I would not raise my prices until further notice. I wouldn't. Too risky. Are you guys against house calls during this time? Yeah, I think it's just adding to the problem. We all need to be staying home. So this is the thing. So Steve and I wanted to go visit his parents and they live down in Delaware in like a retirement community. And we've been social distancing. However, Um, you know, my brother came over and, you know, we've been two weeks, but he hasn't been two weeks. So now we're day one, two weeks. It's very like. Any person that you see is really elongating the quarantine two weeks if you're really doing it right. So I wouldn't recommend doing house calls during this time. I don't think it's safe. I don't think it's fair. And I don't think that um, I'm not going to judge you though. So let's see. We have a couple more questions. If this situation lasts for two months, what should some of our options to stay in business? So if you are in a situation right now where you had to close and you don't know how long you can sustain, I would start applying for the SBA loans. I would definitely um, start applying for SBA loans, like get the business disaster loans. They're giving out, there's gonna be support, but I, you have to take, you can't ask me this question, okay? So you're asking me, but the question is for your state. And I know that everyone wants a quick answer through somebody, but you have to contact your state and you have to see what they're gonna be doing for small businesses in your area. Okay, so that and and the sense of urgency is now. Like you can't wait two months to do this. Like if you don't want to wait a year to get a loan, like you should probably apply now. And if you think that you're going to need one, uh, now is the time to be proactive instead of reactive. I really think that's important. When do you know it's the right time to open a salon slash spa? Um it depends on you. Um, there's never really a right time. I would definitely say your business plan has to be uh, in line. Uh, your funding has to be right. I don't I don't really know how to answer that. I mean, it's different for everybody. Um, there's never really the right time, but you have to be financially stable. I mean, I wouldn't just open a business with no money. Um, it's kind of like an, a loaded question. And right time, I mean, for a stylist, like, a lot of people may think, like, when's the right time to open a salon? A lot of people may think, like, hey, yeah, I'm going to open a salon because I'm fully booked at this place. And, you know, they take half my money, so I'm going to go somewhere and open a salon. But when you open a salon right now, like, look at the position that you're in right now. When you want to go rent a chair, look at the position that you're in right now. You know what I mean? There's no unemployment. Um, The job security is a little scary right? Um, It's a huge risk to take. And when you open a salon, it's an even bigger risk to take because now your name's on everything and your house is on the line. Everything's on the line, right? So if you want to open a salon, cool, open a salon, great. But like, what do you want your life to look like? Because the stress level for an employee right now who went and just got unemployment is completely different than the stress level of the salon owner who might have to close their doors. So what kind of life do you want to live do you know what I mean? Like, that's the real question. Like, how much stress do you want? How much can you handle? Like, are you built for it? That's the real question. Um, salon owners, I'm sure you can, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But being a salon owner in the day and age that we're in, my salon, we would have stylists come in from school. We would have stylists come in from school build up so fast we'd pay them great money and then as soon as it wasn't right for them gone and then like I had to comfort my team I had to comfort my clients I had to comfort myself I had to comfort everybody figure out staffing figure out everything figure out how we're going to survive without this income figure out all of the things and like my business eh, enough my business was in survival mode all the time You know what I mean? So as a salon owner, I'm like, feel like I'm built for this, right? I feel like being a salon owner, there's always a challenge. There's always something you're going, enough, Charlie, Charlie place. As a salon owner, I feel like there's always something that you're fighting against. There's always something that you're overcoming. Um, So it's like, what kind of life do you want to live? It's not like a chill, relaxing, like, let's just collect money life. It's not because you could lose anything, everything at any point. And it's all up to, like, people being loyal to you or you being cutthroat as fuck. And, like, can you can you rely on loyalty always? You guys tell me that. You guys answer that for me. Right. So the question was, when is the best time to open a salon? There is no best time. It's the best person. The it, the quality of questions determine the quality of your life. So you asking me, when's the best time to open a salon? The question really should be, who's the right person to be a salon owner? Different question, different outcome. What is the best way to reach out to clients and ask how I can support them during this time? I mean, I don't know. I kind of would want ever, I, I, I don't. I really wouldn't want anyone to reach out to me right now. Like, what outcome are you seeking from that? What outcome are you seeking? Email? Email blast? I don't know. I really, I really wouldn't want anyone like hitting me up right now. Um, I mean, I, I would definitely like an email blast would be nice with an option, but I wouldn't be calling, texting people unless you know they're like in dire need I would we're all kind of in this together and honestly like the 400 emails a day from these companies who are just close everyone's closing like everybody knows like I think it's good for your business to send a message good but like I don't I wouldn't like overstep your boundaries and I would really just like keep those boundaries during this time and worry about yourself worry about your family and why we're like one day into quarantine why are we reaching out to people like we're process and worry about yourself for a minute I wouldn't reach out to anybody right now. If you did your email blast to everyone, letting them know you're closed, cool. If you have special guests who like really might need something that you're thinking about, reach out to them, cool. But like I wouldn't make it like a big campaign of like let me – unless you have the time and resources to help a lot of people, right? So I would just take a breath. I hope that's good advice, but take a breath. Dinosaur alert in this business. How do I go – I can't read. I don't understand. Sorry, guys. How do you think the beauty industry will recover from this? Do you feel we should be worried about clients not wanting to... So I think the beauty industry is going to recover fine, um, but it really depends on all of us. It's really the elevate the beauty industry mindset of like, are you doing stuff every single day that's going to elevate the beauty industry or are you cheapening it? So I think that when we go back, we need to go back like freaking full force, clean, trained. Um, You should be doing hair every single day on a doll head or something like your skills need to be sharp. We need to be getting the we need to be getting it right every single time Um, and we need to be getting it right the first time, right? So our guests need to have that, we're we in a time of uncertainty, so we need to focus on certainty in the salon. And what is certainty? What word do we embody when we talk about certainty? If you've taken a fucking class with me, you know this. If you want to embody certainty, you have to embody consistency. Consistency is the word you need to embody. And how many of you are consistent 24-7, 365? I guarantee you it's 10% right? You have to be consistent. The salon's got to be spotless and you got to be getting it right every time. So during this time, it's a perfect time to just update your skills. It's a perfect time to just practice, to come up with the systems that your business has been lacking in the past. And when you go back in, it's literally what I've been teaching for years. You'd be a master stylist. You know, it's, people don't remember what you do. They don't remember what you say. They remember how you make them feel. You need to be making your guests feel certain, making your guests feel safe. And safe in 2020, 2021 is going to be clean. Safety is going to be like, um, are you quadruple booking me? You know what I mean? Are you clean? Did you wash your hands in between each service? Because you don't. Like, you, we, they want to see that. It, there's going to be a high priority on cleanliness there's going to be a high priority on certainty and how we prove that certainty is through embodying consistency if everyone in the salon shampoo is different now is the time to get everyone to fucking shampoo the same way you know what i mean your guests need to feel certain that no matter who they see they're going to feel certain right or anytime they come see you no matter what mood you're in it's going to be a sure thing right Were you always so amazing at creating content? That's funny that you say that because I don't feel amazing at creating content right now. <laughs> I just feel like a little roadblock. You know what I mean? I really want to um, create more, but now is a time of, you know, just... we. I just don't feel creative right now. I do feel creative, Um Thank you for saying that, that I'm great at creating content. I really appreciate that. I want to be better. And I think that, you know, what makes my content great is I speak from my heart. So I do post things like right when I think of them or right away. I don't have a lot of stuff planned right now. But I think if I planned and focused more, it would be way better because I have so much content. Like I have so much I could share, but just organizing, putting it together because of the amount that we have is uh, always been a struggle for me because I like don't like to sit and edit and do all of those things. So um, thank you for saying that. But I think that really because I speak from my heart, a lot of the content I post like right away is I speak right from my heart, um, which is great. I love to respond to all my comments if possible. I like to respond to DMs if possible that's like one way that you know helps elevate that but I think getting more organized will help it um will help me even more so thank you for saying that but those are some tips on how to get better oh I missed this one I missed that um question sorry guys sorry about that guys what brand style is your foiling comb YS Park USA YS Park those are the combs and clips that I use What's the wording we should use to tell existing clients that we're no longer doing their service, i.e. if they only get cuts and maybe you're going into color specialty? I think that... I think that a great way to do that is just letting your guests know, like, hey, I'm going to take care of your service today. But moving forward, you're going to I'm no longer going to be performing haircut services anymore. I'm focusing on my specialty, which is color. I think it's just telling them straight. Um, And honestly, like, it's really not that big of a deal. We all think it's the end of the world, but no one really cares that much um so I would really like not focus like oh my god like I'm the only person that can cut Sue's hair like you're not the only person that can cut Sue's hair so just let her know that your passion is color and that from now on she's going to see Brian whose passion is hair cutting for cuts are you still doing coaching calls? Yes, I'm still doing coaching calls. Um, This is a great place to end. So yeah, I am gonna be doing coaching calls, you guys. Uh, I do wanna help people throughout these uh, difficult times. so I will be doing coaching calls in the future and if you're interested in that just give me an email it's mastermindexperience1 at gmail.com but if you're interested in education our online education group our mastermind group has so much content in it. you guys it's only $20 a month and uh, mastermind is just a great community especially through times like this it's really great to see everybody come together and I'm super grateful for mastermind especially during times like this but I hope you like this podcast I hope that you like this live for all of you guys watching live um, I appreciate and love you you guys so much. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Gina Bianca podcast.